Welcome to American Road Trip Talk, where we introduce you to the people behind the stories in American Road Magazine and introduce you to travel destinations. My name is Foster Brown. Our summer 2016 issue was dedicated to the theme of comic strips and the American Road. Our memory motel column, which I wrote, focused on the Little Abner Motel in eastern Kentucky. Now, you might imagine a rustic and rather rugged haven of rest that matched the corn-pone antics of Al Cap's famous characters like Mammy and Pappy, Yoakum, Daisy May, and Little Abner himself. But as you'll hear from Billy D. Abner, the current proprietor, that's far from true, although the motel is still nestled in some of the most beautiful country you can imagine near the Red River Gorge and some of the finest rock climbing in all of the country. Billy's accent may be a bit thick, but I think that you'll enjoy getting to know his down-home hospitality and will make the Little Abner Motel a stop on your journey. The American Road Trip Talk is brought to you today by Marinette County, Wisconsin, where you're invited to visit the real north. Now is the perfect time to plan the ultimate Northwoods vacation in Marinette County. Marinette County has everything your family needs for a great summer vacation. Come and explore our amazing county which has 14 beautiful waterfalls, hundreds of streams, rivers and lakes for fishing, water skiing or boating, or ride over 300 miles of connected ATV trails. We offer a large variety of parks and campgrounds across the county with amazing amenities. So pack up the kids and head up to Marinette County. And remember, visit therealnorth.com. My guest is Billy D. Abner, the current owner of the Little Abner Motel in Slade, Kentucky. Basically, your dad came out of retirement uh, back in 1955, and that's when you built the uh, original Abner Motel in Stanton, Kentucky, right? Yeah, he didn't come out of retirement. He was just working somewhere for about 15 years, and he just quit and I started uh, oh. building on the room and stuff, yeah. Okay. And mom, she was still working at uh, the same time. So uh, you were at the time, you so you kind of grew up around this as it was, uh, you, you kind of grew up with the yeah. trade? Yeah, I lived, I lived there at the motel, I reckon, since I was about five years old. I started school at five, but we moved over when I was third grade. So mm-hmm. since I was seven-year-old, yeah, I lived there. You, you've kind of lived and breathed motels <laughs> your whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I worked uh, 35 years with the uh, East Kentucky Power and Rural Electric Cooperatives in the state of Kentucky. Mm. I, I retired from that, too. Okay. So. so it sounds like in order to keep going with this, you folks had uh, like a full-time job somewhere, and then you also worked at the motel, right? Yeah, we've always, yeah. You always working in motel, small town. That's not what you got to do. Sure. Most of the time. <laughs> so basically, you never stop working. Yeah, you never stop working. Yeah, I'm 68 now, and I'm still. I retired from that, but I've got both motels now. Mom, she's 86, and dad died in 2012 at 89. I've been running the motel, you know, for quite a while, but sure. the one down here was still in their name. The Abner Motel. So, now, you mentioned yeah. that when you came back from Vietnam, uh, this would be about 1970? Well, that's when I got out of service. I come back from Vietnam. I was in Vietnam. I was 68. I came back to the stateside in uh, January 69. Then I got out. Of, I, we started working on it after I got out of service in mm-hmm. 70, about early 70s. Was it, was it something that you had planned to do, or was it just as you came out, you were looking for something new to do? No, we, the dad had bought the land 
while I was in. It, mm-hmm. it sold in four tracks. So you really are, are kind of in the back of beyond there and have had to make things work by creating your own water system, your own sewer system, and yep. uh, everything else. Tell me about your clientele that's come through there. Well, the clientele, it's a seasonal business. I close the 1st of December, and I open up about the last two weekends in March. Right now is the way it goes. Mm-hmm. It's seasonal. You don't have hardly anything coming in during the winter. Mm-hmm. But you get a lot of, uh, I get a lot of rock climbers. They come from all over. Well, they come from Spain, France, Germany, Australia, Canada. Uh, they come from all over the world wow. in the rock climb. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, in uh, Red River Gorge, that's where it's one of the top five in the nation for rock climbing. Mm. And, uh, and also we have Natural Bruce State Park. Right. It also has, a, you know, some trails and uh, a sky lift and things like that. But uh, there's lots of hiking trails in the Red River Gorge area. And then I get at the motel, I get a lot of people that have family reunions every weekend, probably starting around the middle of May to about the middle of October. I got reunions i got a big reunion shelter to hold about 100 150 something like that i mean ever for reunions every year and they book their rooms when they leave too most of my guests book their rooms when they leave for the next year you know a lot of my people are repeat customers Mm, come back you just my philosophy is keep your rooms clean keep your prices reasonable and give good customer service and that's Everything else takes care of itself. It does. I tell you, I looked at the reviews. I looked at the reviews that were out there, Billy, and you've gotten excellent reviews. I, I noticed that there was a young lady named uh, Danielle Kindred, who uh, did some uh, yeah. murals on your buildings there. Tell me about that. How did that? She's around the local area there, and she was doing some work for me. And she, that one of her, I reckon she's an artist, and so I had her do some uh, murals on the walls, sort of take up sort of the blank looking sure. backside of the block wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she did uh, one of the Eagle stuff on the end of one. Then I, uh, she did one. I get a lot of four wheeler feet groups that come in mm-hmm. and I, and the motorcycle, I was getting ready to do some motorcycle ones on the backside, but she's not around anymore. But I've had some old car, there's some old car groups that come in, you know, mm-hmm. associations and they come yeah. in there and stay for three or four days. My guest is Billy D. Abner, the current owner of the Little Abner Motel in Slade, Kentucky. You really, it sounds, Billy, you sound like you're really set for families and uh, for, you know, for those large Yeah, I am. It's, a, it's, it's more of a uh, family thing, but yeah. I've got chairs. Uh, what they like to do is I have chairs outside of each room. They like to sit out there and sort right. of congregate. Yeah, yeah. I talk and, you know, on. We're right off the main road. We're right off the main road off mm-hmm. of Route 11, Kentucky 11. Like when you get off the Mountain Parkway at Exit 33, mm-hmm. you go south on Kentucky 11 toward Natchez State Park. And we're one mile from an exit on the left. And then the state park is one mile past me on the right. Yeah, I've been there so long now. We're, we're almost like a destination. I'd, I would but, say you know. were. Because you're not. Too, how far yeah. are you from the entrance to, this, to the park? One mile. And then on the other side of the parkway, we're probably about two miles from the entrance, sort of going through into Red River Gorge. You go through the town of Nada, or Nada, and uh, you got a one-lane sort of tunnel mm-hmm. that you go through. Mm-hmm. So getting in the park area, and once you get through there, and it was dug out, and 
I think built by hand and blasted, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. It's still a one lane. And then there's a, once you get over going through the Red River Gorge, there's about a, a 30 mile sort of what I call a drive, drive around. 30 mm-hmm. to 31 mile drive around. And and off, off that drive around, there's all kinds of trails and different things I can go to. It's a lot. It's interesting. People come in and say, we're going to go over and walk the gorge area. And I said, well, which trail are you walking? And they said, well, we're going to walk all of them. And I said, well, you'll be here more than <laughs> one day. <laughs> you know, you better sign up for a week or two. Yeah. It's sort of like you're going to go to down to Mammoth Cave and go through it. Well, which which section you're going through? Sure. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're huge. <laughs> Billy, do you have a family? Have you raised your family there at the motel? Uh, no, uh, uh-uh. not not. But my son, once uh, Dad died, I turned it into a partnership with my son. He's a partner with me on the one at Abner's Motel. Are there any other kids that are involved in uh, working with the motel? My daughter works up here, son Casey, but she don't. Uh, that's not consistently she just works occasional did they grow up like you did around the motel you know working there and kind of being the uh, house no they grew up uh <laughs> no they grew up about uh 25 miles away I got in you. winchester Kentucky. is that your where your home is now yeah that's where i live when i went to work for rural electric cooperative east kentucky fire mm-hmm. i had to live in the county because i was on call ah so uh, and I took, say, I took training on the repairs. When I was in Vietnam in the Army, they taught me. Mm, I got you. Uh, I took six months training mm-hmm. uh, with them. So when I come back, when I went to work for them, I had to live in Clark County, which means I could had to move out of this county gotcha. into there. Mm-hmm. So I moved close. I was about like two minutes to get to work, which which really didn't, I didn't quite understand because I traveled the state anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to live there, but just traveling the whole state anyway. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it really didn't. But that was one of the rules. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> so your kids didn't have to grow up like you did. <laughs> no, uh, no, they wouldn't. They didn't grow up living in the motel and yeah. doorbell ringing. Eating door ring ring, you got to go up and rent the room. Was that kind of a decision on your part as you were, you know, for making your own family that I'm not going to have them growing up like I did? Well, yeah, and then uh, uh, years ago on the corner up there, we got up at night and rented the room and stuff. But once we built this one down here in 92, I went to a 24-hour man on the front desk. I got you, yeah. So, right. right. And that that took us sort of out of the, Mm -hmm. uh, being at the office all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't have to live there 24 hours a day. You deliberately uh, made the connection between your name and Little Abner. People come down expecting... Well, well, people want to people want to know why do we name it Little Abner, and because her name's Abner. <laughs> and I said the first one was Abner's Motel, Dad. And then when when they come back and I was a little more involved in it, they named it Little Abner. Ah, so the little was like I'm uh, the only I'm the only son that you know yeah. parents had. So, yeah. and I, I, there was no really because it was you know you used to have a Little Abner comic strip or sure, whatever, sure. there really was no connection sort of in that. Yeah, the, and you didn't make the name uh, in order to connect to that particular cartoon. No. Uh, but no. you were the Little Abner. <laughs> yeah, I was the Little Abner. Yeah. So who was Daisy May? <laughs> well, we're still looking for Daisy May. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
I married a brunette, so I don't know. Maybe she counts, you know. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, so your, your wife didn't happen to be named Daisy, right? <laughs> no, it wasn't Daisy. The new generation don't even know who Lavender was. I was going to say, yeah, they don't even know who Al Cap was and, and, you know, yeah. and all the rest of it that went with that. I and, said, and they used to have some, they even actually made some movies, you know, little Lavender movies. Well, over in... Uh, no, they call me Lum, and that was based from the, the Lum and Abner, show, you know, old radio show and stuff they used oh, to have years ago. <laughs> oh, Lord, that's a long way back, yeah. Yeah, it's a long way back there, yeah, Lum and Abner show. Has anybody come along and tried to, you know, use the motel, uh, like, as a backdrop for something to bring back the uh, the cartoon or the characters? No, they've done, no, they haven't. They've, they've done some, uh, they did a couple independent uh, movies, they filmed there. They were like low budget. Uh, one of them was a horror film or something like that. They were. I had to go around and tell guests they were murdering somebody out in the parking <laughs> lot, so they didn't really get all excited about you know they're doing it <laughs> yeah. sort of when start, you're getting dark and start, I mean didn't start calling the so police. Nobody really, nobody's really getting killed here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> when was Things that? Like that. <laughs> when was that, Billy? Uh, it's been uh, it's been probably four or five years ago. Oh, I don't even know what the name of. Evidently, they didn't make the Oscars. <laughs> no, so, it it's sort of, one guy. I think one guy was doing that. He was out of uh, Western Kentucky University, and he was majoring in you know theater or something like oh, that. I got you. He was up there doing that as part of his project. And uh-huh. the rock climbers, they could usually come in the fall and the spring. And uh, my two busiest months are usually July. And October, when the leaves change. Oh, I bet. October's the biggest month. I bet it looks like it's and beautiful they, down there, yeah. And there's a lot of events, and I think in October you've got, uh, well, like in September they do something like Indian crafts over in the Red River Gorge area. They bring in some native Indians in, and they do crafts, you know, how mm-hmm. they build a Tommy Hawk, how they dig out a canoe and all that stuff. Gotcha. The kids, and bring mm-hmm. the school in, and then you got a lot of different events. You got uh, they got one called Rocktoberfest. That's oh. the second uh, weekend in October. That's when all the rock climbers come in, and they have a big fundraising annual event. Mm-hmm. They call it Rocktoberfest. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you mentioned you have a lot of people who yeah. come there from foreign countries too. Yeah, mm-hmm. usually you can communicate pretty good. Sometimes it gets a little hard. <laughs> Most of them, we we can communicate enough, you know. Yeah. Kentucky accent probably don't help. Most of the time when they roll in, and uh, I, I told them if we get desperate, we can always get those apps, you know, where we can <laughs> communicate on the phone. To, uh, and translate from Kentucky to English and then from English to whatever language yeah. they're speaking. <laughs> yeah, I tried that Cyrus radio. It can't even hardly understand me. I get the right numbers coming through on that Bluetooth, you know. <laughs> oh, so, uh. I love it. Well, Billy, <laughs> okay. you, take, you. you take care of yourself yeah. now. Okay, thank you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and we'll watch for our next one as they appear on our blog page at AmericanRoadMagazine.com. You'll also find a wealth of information waiting for you on our homepage. Things like my itineraries for your next trip, sweepstakes, special bargains, and a whole lot more. Until we meet again on the next American Road Trip Talk, look for us on Facebook. This is Foster Brown reminding you, But the joy is in the journey.